I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Rebecca. And welcome to Barefoot and Childless. What? what the heck are we doing here? We're here to talk about something. Are you ready to talk about something? Let's do it. Let's talk about something. Okay. So we're here to speak purpose over you and your family. To show the love of Jesus Christ to your family. Gotta keep Jesus in there. Always. Why should they keep listening? Tell us about our mission, Kelly. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to help you discover your identity in Christ. We're going to help you show the love of Jesus to your family. So that you'll be a blessing to your family and everybody else around you. Everybody else around you. Oh, and we're fun. That's why you should so come back. So much fun. So much fun. <laughs> That's how much fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Each and every week. Yeah. And here... Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. So we're going to just talk about in this episode, this is just introductory. We're going to talk about us, our mission, who mm-hmm. we are, why we're here, and why we're here, and why you should keep coming back and every join week. us every single week. Yes. Every week. So, Kelly. Yeah. Let's introduce ourselves. So, I'm Kelly. I'm Rebecca. And Kelly is the founder. Yeah. Of the ministries Barefoot and Childless. And I'm her co-host, Rebecca Kerwin. And we are very excited to share with you a little bit about how Barefoot and Childless was formed mm-hmm. and how the Lord orchestrated us being here today and why we're doing what we're doing. And we are very excited that you are part of the audience. Yeah. So kicking it off, can you share your heart about barefoot and childless and who you really want to speak to. Yeah. So I um, started barefoot and childless um, in officially in 2019. Um, I just started blogging a little bit. Um, So a little bit about me. I am a stepmom. I married my hunky husband, Matt. Um, We've been married for seven years and he um, with him came two adorable little boys um, who were there were three and five when we met. Um, they are 13 and 15 now. And not small like 13 and 15. No. So my husband is 6'5", and they are catching up. So I'm the <laughs> shortest person in my house, which is fine. And the only female. And the only girl. So this is why I need girl time. <laughs> I need to talk yes. to other girls. Sister power. Yes. So um, I grew up in a blended family. Um And so it was super normal to me. My husband did not. The boy's mom did not. Um, And I immediately saw the value that I added to my family. Um, The boys were obviously experiencing things my husband and his ex-wife had never experienced before. So I was like, okay, this is kind of where I fit. Not saying that that came easy because it's this has been seven years in the making to even feel like I could have any authority (laughs) to talk about this. But, um, so I started blogging just to kind of help other stepmoms in general. Um, and then God really impressed upon me to, um, really speak to childless stepmoms. Um, and the first thing that I realized over the last year was I didn't have my identity. I didn't know who I was in Jesus. And he, really just kind of sat me down literally literally like stopped my whole life and was like no we're gonna get this 
figure it out. Um, and Rebecca's with me through most of the journey. We've sat in this room and cried and prayed and done a lot. So I really allowed the Lord to speak back to us. And you were finding your voice in all of this and you yeah. were learning your authority and your purpose mm-hmm. in this family. So you had a very pivotal, pivotal time in uh, 2019, where you heard a sermon from your home church. Tell us about this. Yes. So it was the very beginning of 2019. It was January 2019. Um, and I had been blogging for a little bit at that point. Mm-hmm. I think I'd started probably the fall before. I don't know. Um, and he said, if you want to be effective, you have to know your purpose. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just kind of wandering that around. Thing. And I was like, oh, that's what's wrong. I don't know where I fit. I don't know what my personal purpose is in life. Plus, if I don't know that, then how do I fit into this family? Right. So, yeah, um, that started the whole journey of 2019 and 2020. Like I started really seeking that out. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was going to be like a job. Like, okay, because my the Lord was really like switching up my job situation a yes. lot. And I'd yes. had a really successful business career and it was not so successful at that point. Like I was hitting a lot of walls. Yeah. So the Lord starts moving in your mm-hmm. life and you this message starts resonating in your heart about purpose. And what I love about your message at this point, when you're speaking to our audience and opening up the ministry to them and that your heart on the ministry is that I find that it, this message is not just where one that resonates only with blended families, step families mm-hmm. or step moms, but this whole concept of the Lord revealing his purpose in yes. you and how you fit in the family to you is so applicable to, to all anybody. Of us. We all need to know. I heard um, Troy Brewer um, say the other day, Jesus knows a you that you did not think was possible. That's so and good. I, it's so good because he created us. Um, and he created us each for an original, he had an original purpose in mind when he, a new creation, when he designed each and every one yeah. of us, he knew yes. exactly what point in time we would need to be born, what family we would need to be born into the people we would need to marry the stepkids or adoptive mm-hmm. kids or yes. just anyone he, uh, places in our path, like He knew all of that. He knows from the beginning to the the end. end. He's not subject to time. He knows what choices we're going to make even before we make them because Mm -hmm. he created us. Yes. And it doesn't take choice out of the picture. Absolutely not. But I love the way that you wrapped our design from creation, how we fit into God's timeline and our purpose. But I also love how you wrapped around the purposes of others blending into our family and that even though that God is not subject to time, he works inside and outside of Mm -hmm. time. So when we look at our lives, we can't feel like we're an accident and we can't feel like the family that we're in is an accident, blended, biological, otherwise. And it also deals a lot of great in great depth With the relationship inside that family. And that's one of the main things that you really want to have this conversation with 
stepmoms is and stepfathers, as well as um, the biological core family mm-hmm. that you've come into, is that when God designed you and gave you purpose, this is really a calling on your life. Yes. It's not just an accident that you're in this family. Yeah, you're not just randomly placed and trying to create some type of role for yourself. God already had a role in mind for you. He already knew what qualities within you were going to be able to partner with him to get the kids and your husband and yourself and anybody that he places around you to eternity. Cause that's really what this yes, is about. That's absolutely eternity what is, is what this is about. This is not about, um, one upping anybody. This is not about being something you're not called to be like a right. better version of that thing that you weren't even called to be. Right. Any uh, level of competition, any level whatsoever. of competition. This is when you, what is it? Bill Johnson said, when you discover who you are, you don't want to be anybody else. You really don't want to be anybody else. And, and it's so true. Like you yes. respect everyone else's role and there's no competition. Yeah. You're excited to be in the family that you're in and fulfill your purpose and your spot because you actually understand that you are a part of a bigger plan Absolutely. and that the father has his hand specifically on you and you can live life in fullness and mm-hmm. in abundance, be, being exactly who God created you to be. Absolutely. And then you also are able to more fully function in that family. And it releases you from being superwoman and doing everything. Yes. Because you know that you only have to fulfill your role and you're a piece and a part of this family, which is what great families are made of. Yes. Many different people coming together to create one fabulous mm-hmm unity in all of our imperfection. Yes. And I think there's a lot of pressure for stepmoms in particular and on the biological mom side too, like to fit into this mold of Mm -hmm. mom. Yeah. Um, And then there's when the stepmom is trying to do that, there are certainly situations, hear me, there are certainly situations where you take on more of a mom role because of mm-hmm. just absence or maybe mm-hmm. you married a widower or, or seasonality seasonality. Just like, yeah, I've been different things to diff- to my boys at different times. Um, but really what I discovered is, or what God showed me was that nothing is permanent. Like everything is temporary. Yes. And so you're going to have to be different things to different people in every season because they go from toddlers to preteens to teenagers. Mm -hmm. These are the major shifts that I started to see. Mm -hmm. And I had to be, I couldn't be the same person I was to them when they were three and five. They don't want that now. They don't relate to that now. Yeah. Now they're 15 and 13 and they're boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that is neat because that does speak to, um, relationships as a whole in general right even us as friends mm-hmm. our friendship is going to evolve and our and has evolved has evolved through seasons greatly. where we're not as in touch but we know where each other are absolutely like, i mean you're in school right now there was a point where i was working pretty heavily and we just we touched base every so often yes but there was no like there wasn't a, it was just a season in our relationship absolutely and now is a new season where 
being we're doing this. Yes, exactly. Um, and so you're going to have seasons through any in marriage for the love. I mean, you, yes, speaks to a lot of different seasons. But the in joy life. in that is that nothing ever stays the same. Exactly. Nothing ever in. stays the same. But you just have to know. Yes. What season you're in. Exactly. And that is orchestrated by the Father Mm -hmm. and that He hasn't forgotten about you. You're not being left out and that He still has His hand firmly placed upon you and that He is moving you in the direction when you allow that flow. And I feel like in my own life, it's when I've resisted that flow or tried to feel like I had to fit a niche Mm -hmm. that I really wasn't wasn't designed for and wasn't destined for. And then everything seemed to be out of whack and out of balance. So that's one of the things that Kelly really had on her heart that so resonated with me is about bringing this message to people. And then we realized how much it could explode into other lives. So tell us a little bit more about. So you said you had a mission and then you also had this beautiful um, discovery from Kelly's grandmother. She had yeah. this beautiful discovery of a book in 75. So we're going to ask you about that, but share with us just kind of like the main nugget. Cause I know you got a little bit of that from her book. So I wanted to connect that. Yes. Up. So my granny, so my mom is um, one of 11 children and all by the same parents. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> one of 32 grandchildren, I think on just on my mom's first side. First, yes. Children. And I think there's like 15 wow. great-grandchildren now, so it's growing. Huge. Yeah. We're, I think when we get together, it's like 250. <laughs> it's crazy. Matt comes from a very small family, and I took him, like, for Thanksgiving the first time. He was like, so you're related to all these people? <laughs> I was like, well, some of them are like exes, uh-huh. but they still come. But they're not on our Christmas list, like, not all of them, right? Just- <laughs> they just, some of them just still come to Thanksgiving, like... <laughs> That's kind of crazy. <laughs> just bring food. Yes. Something. <laughs> um, but Matt's like, you know all these people's names? That's <laughs> like, yes, of course I do. <laughs> and most of their birthdays. I'm forgetting them That's a lot. impressive. But so my granny, um, out of that experience in her life, over, over her life, she did a lot of like creative writing. And obviously with 11 kids, she didn't have time um, <laughs> to write a whole lot. Um, and she was the administrator of a hospital. Um, she had an administrative role in a hospital. I think it was like the interior design or something. Yeah. Um, like all the furniture and like she did all the purchasing. That's impressive. So she was pretty busy. Yeah. Um, but she would write little things down. And what she did is compile this into a book. And it was originally for just the grandkids and the, and her kids to let us know that we were all on purpose. Like they, Um. we, they knew what they were doing when they had that many oh, kids that's and, so they, sweet. and they wanted more and they did not want yeah. anybody to feel like they were an accident. accident. Yes. So that, I mean, that really just speaks to, I mean, I didn't even realize till I just said that and that, that really tied in. So perfectly. So they she wrote were this born on purpose. On You're purpose. a member of this family on, on purpose. purpose. And our family motto is you belong, which is also our church's <laughs> motto. So when I drove up the first time and saw you belong, I was like, Okay, I'm here. Yeah, because I didn't want to be there. But that's a story for another time. Um, (laughs) Next episode (laughs) or something. Um, So she compiled this book, and there was a poem that I had earmarked. Um, It was in her parenting and children section, and I never really—I thought maybe had to do with marriage. Yeah. Um, 
we went through a really tough season with my oldest, um, just as he became a teenager, yeah. you know, things change Senior, and yeah. just, it gets, it gets difficult. Um, his, he was getting his little personality and, you know, asserting a little asserting bit of, of growing yes. up. And yeah. it was just a really tough, it's a lot of change in that yeah. season as well. So, um, I was giving this, I usually like take a picture of that and like send it to like new moms or newly married couples or whatever. So I have it earmarked in her book. Well, um, I actually think I have it with me. No, I don't. Um, so I was looking at it one day as I sent it to another friend who had just had a, her third baby. So she had three under three and she was very concerned about how she was going to do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And this is at the end of 2019. Yeah. So this is around Christmas of 2019. I sent her this and I started looking at it. And it, the poem is, I think it's a poem. It's something. Um, It's called Seasons of Love. And my granny goes through spring, summer, fall, winter, and then back to spring again, um, which is very purposeful. Um, but one thing that stood out to me was the winter season that the winds blow raw and ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is exposed and just, it's a hard season that had to just so resonate and bringing some thoughts about the season that you were in with your yes, son. Cause I was in a winter season, even though it was the middle. Well, actually it was winter there, um, yeah. in my, in the actual seasons too, but I was like, man, and I started looking at the other seasons, like um, spring was those first tender moments when you are feeling those feelings of love toward anyone. Yeah. Um, so this was her personal description of, of each season, season throughout the year. In poem form. In poem form. In this form. book that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Keep going. So as you go through the seasons, it's like love. And we'll, we'll expound on these later. Um, We're going to share all of this. But as you go through the seasons, it's like summer as love blooms. um, And you're like those first, like exciting moments, like full of thrills and things like that. And I definitely had seasons like that with the boys, like when they were, especially when they were toddlers, like, yeah. And we would, you know, take them, to go see Santa at the mall or bake cookies or whatever. They were just so always so excited to see me. Yeah. Um, or just to have any attention, right. like loving attention. Absolutely. They loved it. Um, and then autumn is kind of where it starts getting a little <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> where the realness of a relationship comes out. Yeah. You're settling in. You're settling in. You're seeing everything gets exposed, right? Like all the non-essential things that we kind of cover ourselves up with like pretense and Absolutely. you know our real selves start to kind of show right um and then you know she describes it as rain starts to fall and exposing you know all the non-essential things yeah the leaves fall off the trees yeah the leaves fall off and the so trees. you see the structure of them and you see the foundation and so the prettiness yes of that Kind of start to go. It's like away. your husband seeing you for the first time when you wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine because yeah. my hair was short <laughs> and I had like a bob. So I think I had also had like an alfalfa situation. It was not good. Like I hadn't lived with anyone for so long. Like I was like, oh, I got to figure out how to do that. <laughs> Poor guy. And I didn't take my mascara off. It was bad. 
bad, bad, bad. I look like a raccoon. Anyway, and sometimes he lets me do that all day long. Like, if I get out of bed and I look like a raccoon, yeah. he lets me walk around like that all that day. right. I feel like that we should all really understand, though, that um, today's mascara is not really meant to be tomorrow's smoky eye. No. That's really... But sometimes, you know, you get lazy. Thing. Like, but I'll just happens. do the white... Right, and but I just somebody, don't. somebody should at least, like, tell you to clean. Especially when I'm trying to be serious with the boys, yeah. and they're trying to, like, they can't even take me seriously. Right. I'm sitting there looking like a baboon. Yeah, so. no one can. Come on. Yeah, we got to have some love. So, as anyway. the pretenses come off, we got to have... So, then you not, go into a winter season. Yes. So, autumn, you think harvest, right? Yes. So, you're really harvesting all that you've sown in so far to yeah. that um, to that relationship, but winter... That wind blows cold, raw, and ugly. Those were the words that really stuck out to me. And ironically, she, the longest description is winter. She really, she really did put a lot into winter. The, and it, she talks about the, the labor of love. Um, she talks so about how it's kind of like birthing a baby over and over. <laughs> and that so resonated with me because. God said to me in that moment, see, this is your labor. You've never had a baby. Yes. But you're birthing something constantly. Yes. You, this is your birth. That's so good. Is learning to love someone else's Mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. um, As your own. But it's a choice, right? Yeah. So winter, winter is when we have to make choices. That's so good. We have to store up for planting seeds in other seasons in other seasons and what's so good about the birthing point that you were making is that a lot of times we feel what's going on inside our own hearts Mm -hmm. in our own spirits and everything but sometimes we forget that we're birthing things in others yes and then that beautiful cycle is it's birthing something once again in us Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. We can't wait to have you again. This is part one of this intro episode. There's so many good things coming in the next episode over the next couple of days. Keep your eyes peeled. Um, We're so glad that you listened. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell us where you listened from. Thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to meet all of you and engage with all of you. Go check us out on Instagram and YouTube at Barefoot and Childless. Until next time, we love you. Go be the feet of Jesus. Bye.
just let us know how you're doing. And we're very excited to be with you. And we just thank you all for sticking with us. Bye. Talk to you soon.